0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 350. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. We've got a lot of good stuff to get to today. We're going to start... Tony... Let's hear about your morning over the weekend.
0: Yeah, so I have a couple little things to talk about um, that you guys might enjoy. I think maybe you guys more than anybody, well, at least for the first story, just because you know uh, producer Luke. But uh, yeah, uh, Friday, I was at work driving on the freeway, and Luke called me up, and he said, hey, uh, do you have any plans tomorrow? And of course, I work for him, so I'm like, I'll be honest with him. I said no, but I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't want to like, have to come and do any job on a Saturday. Like, And I'm trying to, you know, that's where I get my sleep back, or at least I try to. He's like, hey, uh, would you come with me to Escondido to pick up a tractor that I'm going to buy off of Craigslist? You know, I'm just like, you know, want some backup, you know, just in case, you know, things go weird. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that's fine. So we leave at eight in the morning, go out to Escondido. Uh, So we get out there and it's basically, I don't know if you guys, how often you've been to Escondido or the last time you were, but it's basically up in the hills and we're driving a dump truck with pulling a trailer. So it's it's tight up there and we're trying to like look around and the funny thing is like so the first neighbor we talked to we're trying to look for the place he's got like this southern accent or something like that i'm like okay that's fine you know like whatever so then we go all the way up to the top of the hill and there's this nice house with this big driveway and it wasn't the right address because we were looking for 425 and we were at 430 and i'm even telling luke i'm like this isn't the right address and he's just idling in the driveway and i'm like it's you know 10 o'clock in the morning at this point 10 30 and i'm like Someone's gonna come out. Sure enough, this old lady comes out, like probably in her like mid-70s or so. But she comes out and I'm like, well, Luke, I called this. So he like sees her and then he like rolls down his window. She comes over and he's like talking to her, and she's got an accent also. And I'm like, what is going on up here? Like it felt like it was their own world up here. So and then like she knew, she's like, Oh yeah, just you know, go down there, like turn around. Like that's you know. So then it was the whole thing of like, like I said, this is just narrow one-way roads, like up this hill area up there. So we have to like back it in. Finally we get a hold of the guy. And so anyway, we get we get in to parked to where we need to, and it's like we get to this guy's front yard and it's like a, you know, imagine like a long, narrow driveway and then just there's the garage is kind of like in front of the house, you know, and like the house is kind of in the back. And there's just junk everywhere. Like this guy's a painter, you know, like what like a house painter, like not like Da Vinci or something. And he's just got, you know, stuff All over the place, like junk. Like you can tell, this guy like probably like buys a bunch of cheap junk and then tries to resell it. You know, stuff like that. And so Luke's looking at the tractor, and it's like, you know, not everything that he imagined it would be. And so he's probably going back and forth with this guy, like testing things out, trying things out with it, like riding it, like all this stuff for about like what felt like an hour, but it was probably like you know forty five minutes. i was still close to an hour. And so things start running through my head because like I, I watch a lot of horror movies. So what ran through my head that I think you guys might enjoy is that I was thinking, what if this guy did shoot Luke and Luke's got the keys to the truck in his uh, in his pocket? Like what would I do in that scenario? So I visioned myself running and going back up the hill to the lady's house that we were at earlier. And then her being this nice Southern accent woman older woman letting me in she and then could little be part of the, she could be part of the Hewitt well, family also. That's what I was getting to is like, and then I would come to find out that she's actually the ringleader of all of them. Yeah. Cause she's got the house at the top. And all I was thinking is that I would be trapped in there to be like something out of like Texas chainsaw massacre, where it's like the lady runs to the older w- woman or whatever, thinking like they're safe, but really she's like the mom of like Leatherface or whatever is going on there. So that's the weird shit that goes through my head. So anyway, the crazy, the best part about the whole story is that Luke didn't even buy the tractor, <laughs> ended up not wanting it. The guy wanted five grand for it. Luke said, best I can give you is 1500.
1: <laughs> I figured it was to be a grand. He loves yeah. the lowball.
0: Well, I mean, but it was it, the stuff he did have to put into it that he thought he would get for it, it. did actually like make sense. So I'll give him that. But, but then it was funny too, because the guy's like, he's just eating sunflower seeds, spitting them out. Like. Can you do two grand? And it's like, this guy also had an accent too. Like, I don't understand what was going on up there. Uh, And Luke's like, no. And I even told Luke, I pulled Luke aside mainly because I wanted to go home. I was like, if you're not feeling it, let's just get the fuck out of here, please. And so then, you know, he called his dad, who's his boss also, and said, and even his dad said the same thing. He's like, if you're not feeling it, I can tell you're not into it. Like, just don't do it. Like, you know, there's, you know, we can rent something for the time being because we needed it for a job that we're starting in like in early December. Uh, so he's, you know, but anyway, but, uh, the reason I bring up those horror things, is cause I, uh, I do watch a lot of horror movies and I was actually other thing that happened to me last week. I think it was like, it might've been the night after I left the podcast here or the day after, but I had my first nightmare. It was, you know what it was the day after, because my roommate came home Wednesday and I know I was home alone when this happened, but I, uh, had a nightmare for the first time in a while. And. This is what I was wanting to talk to you guys about, Andy, because you, you you called it when we talked about this in a pre-production is that I did scream in the dream and it makes you wonder, did I scream in my sleep? And I would have nobody that knew because nobody was home other than the cat and I, but my window was kind of open. So, I mean, could the neighbors have heard of that? I don't know. But the dream was basically like I w- came into this house that was with like basically some random people, but I lived with them and I went into my room and... And I'm looking in the mirror and I saw a little boy run behind me. And then I thought it was like, go, but I, and when I w- went out to touch him, I was able to actually feel him. And I I don't know, it just was crazy thing. And then at one point I'm sleeping in my dream. And I remember I lifted up the covers and there was two little boys like looking at me as I slept. And it was, it was, I don't know. It woke me up finally at one point It was like, you know, you get like the chills and stuff. And then you're like kind of like looking around your room and, Sometimes you got to remind yourself that that was just a dream. Like it gets weird, but I don't know if you guys have ever had a dream where you screamed and you thought you screamed in real life. Because I had one incident where the reason why that stuff like sticks with me is because when I was a little kid in elementary school, I would sleep in my parents' room. Like I would throw down a little fort like on the floor or something like that. And one night I was like about to fall asleep to watching TV. And I'll never forget this. My mom jumped up and screamed like a bloody murder. And it scared the shit out of me. I was probably like, I mean, my parents divorced when I was like 11. So I had to have been like nine or 10 years old. And it was like, what happened? And it was like, but she basically had said that she had had a nightmare that she was on our little side patio and that it was like ghost face from like scream had like, I don't know, wow. something like that had come and like, I don't know, it was a crazy thing. So like the whole screaming in your sleep thing really is like, I don't know, it weirdly hits home with me. But yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced something like that, but it was, it was just weird because yeah. I, I don't ever have nightmares. Feel like I that's I something that happens when you're a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't really have nightmares either. I don't nothing that I can recall. Usually my dreams are just random nonsense. You know, you you have a Ferrari and you wake up and you're like, "Wait, is that parked outside still?" And then you realize it's not, and then you're pretty bummed. <laughs> yeah. Those are the dreams I have. Well, uh so you're list, that's yeah, that's I, all right. I though. learned about tractors, I, I'm I'm sure, nonetheless. So. All right, well, moving on. Uh, Andy, I believe you called this uh, from the get-go. The strike is over.
2: Yeah, so the actor's strike is now over, so that means there's no more Hollywood strikes for the time being. Um, you can dress up
1: like any character you like.
2: Yeah, everyone's uh, ready to get back to work. You can promote things. You can go on late-night shows and say, Hey, I was in this movie. Um, and it is interesting to see if people are trying to, like, retroactively promote things that uh, came out since the strike, but they weren't able to say anything about. Because, um, yeah, that is a big part of everything is people going on shows and all kind of like stuff, and it was just not happening. Um, but, yeah, I think that the, the big news is all the, all the things that were almost done get to go back into production, um, like Gladiator 2, of course. Um, but also Clint Eastwood is making a movie. and He's in his 90s. So uh, he didn't die during the strike, so uh, he is going to be able to finish that movie um, if everything goes well with him. Um, uh, I think yeah, there are there are a few like really big projects that were like, oh, they're just a, Ridley, you know, a couple couple weeks away. So yeah, so you were worried about that. That's all yeah. going to be fine. It looks like <coughs> um, Deadpool three was a was a big one. That's like, oh, this is almost it's almost over. But if we don't get this back by January, then it's not coming out in 2024 and that kind of stuff so um it ended in time for we'll still have some big movies come out next year but um it's still going to have an effect that you know everyone was out of work for a whole quarter there so uh but yeah Law and Order or something will be back in like March so
1: yeah I keep seeing these I think it's Law and Order commercials on Peacock and it seems like it's a parody like it's making fun of itself but I think that's just what the audience <laughs> craves. They love that, you know, intrigue and courtroom drama and semen on the shirt and you know, Did, yeah, just, did is Jeffrey formula. the killer? Like, I don't know. It just seems like it's such a joke, but it's serious, so people love it. All right. Um, Marvel's schedule, Andy. This is uh People love Marvel.
2: Yeah, I think it's related to uh The strike ending and that so disney uh you know announced some changes to the marvel schedule because of uh you know what was finished in time and all that kind of stuff um deadpool 3 is moved moving to july 26th from may so um yeah it is going to come out next year but it's going to get delayed a couple months uh captain america 4 is being delayed all the way out of 2024 to february 2025
1: wait uh the chris guy's still that
2: no, so Captain America 4 is going to be Anthony Mackie as Captain America.
1: I thought he was Hawkeye.
2: Hawkeye is the Arrow guy. He was Falcon, but um, he has the shield now, and he'll be the new Captain America. I see. So, okay. um, And then the Thunderbolts movie, which is going to be a bigger one, also is moving to 2025. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about Marvel in just, just a moment, but I think these next three movies are going to be bigger movies for them than some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so there'll only be one Marvel movie in 2024. So after like three every year, uh, yeah, just, just one. So Disney's going to be in the red. Uh, maybe it'll be good that they only have one coming out. (laughs) Let's say that, uh, they'll save some money on production costs.
1: Uh, I guess that's a good way to look at it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Warner brothers canceled the coyotes. Uh, they canceled a finished animated film, uh, Called uh, Coyote versus Acme, and it is a uh, well, it's a hybrid like you know, Space Jam, live action and uh, animation they uh, used about a real coyote. the no about Wiley Coyote, one of the one of the great Looney Tunes characters, uh, suing Acme, the the corporation that always uh, provides him with his gadgets that always blow That's up in his face. So American, yeah. So um, it was a really interesting premise, and it, it John Cena was going to be the uh, the main. Um, human star i think will forteo is also in this cast uh this movie is done and ready and warner brothers has decided they don't want to put it out um is that bad no they said actually they did test screenings and that it, it uh did uh pretty well uh it's just that warner brothers animation changed leads and it's like well the new people don't want to put anything that new that the old people made um and it's like that's not a good reason um so it, and this is—it's a bad look for Warner Brothers, who's done this a couple times already. But the previous times they had uh, a tax benefit that they could take advantage of because of the the merger they had just done. This is just that they just don't want to put it out. Um, they're just like, well, we—it costs money to put a movie out. Like you gotta you know pay for some ads and you gotta well print film and shit like that. So
1: it also costs money to make a movie, which you already did.
2: Yeah, that's kind of so like at what this are you point, guys wouldn't doing? you
1: consider yourself pot committed, especially if the screenings are good and it, you just put it aside, your petty self, uh, you know, you're just being a little piece of shit about it. Just put it, that to the side and make some money because it's business.
2: Yeah, I know people are upset about what happened here. Um, so Warner Brothers decided to screen the movie for for people. Um, and after the, the kind of the blowback here, uh, they actually are considering now Putting it up for sale to another company to buy it, um, especially if the uh, if it got good, you know, re- reviews from the test screenings, then maybe it's worth doing that. And they've done this before with some other projects. Um, but Amazon is a company that has unlimited money, and it's like if they if they just say Amazon, you want to buy it for fifty million dollars, they they might just do it, and then uh, that won't re- probably won't recoup the costs because animated movies are expensive. But um, it, it is a bad look. I know a, a member of Congress was like, I want to investigate this because this is like, it's just, it's bad for art that you hire people to do these works and they're like, actually, you can never see it. Um, it's kind of like, remember the remember the Wu-Tang album that that uh, pharma guy b- bought? Yeah. And then Mark it's like, well, he's the only Scrilli. guy he's the only guy who can listen to it. And it's like, well, that's well, not great.
1: I was more so thinking about the interview. Remember, Kim Jong-un was like, if you make this, we will bomb you mm-hmm. or something. And then they're like, well, fuck, we're gonna just put this in the Disney vault. And yeah. then they're like, for a limited time, we're just going to sell it on iTunes for you know sixteen ninety nine. I was like, well, I want to see this because it's it pissed off you know North Korea. And then it was just you know I'm sure all of that was bullshit. Like North Korea had no I- idea they're just like, how do we market this without spending I bet they were any mad.
2: money? <laughs> it's very much not bullshit. Yeah, I bet they were mad. No, <laughs> North North Korea. That's the, the the Sony hack. It's a very famous Hollywood story. They literally hacked into Sony's. Uh, emails and there's so many juicy stories that came out of it oh, that's stuff juicy. that I'll still figure out soon. I'm 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 using that word to be funny, but that's the best way to describe it like Stories right. about projects that didn't go forward and all this kind of stuff. And and basically, like, executives calling each other names and emails that get out and stuff like that. Well,
1: yeah, so, everyone's seen um, <laughs> Entourage at one point or another. They know how oh, yeah. they behave. Oh,
2: emails there.
0: always get out. I mean, that's why John Gruden's not coaching in the NFL right now. <laughs> Did North Korea hack John Gruden's email? They could have. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he is a sports fan. He's a big Chicago Bulls fan. I was actually talking about that, actually, on our drive uh, to Escondido with Luke and I. Somehow Dennis Rodman got brought up. And I said, the crazy thing is is this guy won all these NBA finals. He was played with one of those famous Bulls teams with, you know, Jordan and Pippen. But the craziest thing is, like, I think the most popular thing when you see him is the fact that, like, this guy is welcomed with open arms in North Korea.
1: Yeah. Guys donned a wedding
0: dress. Yeah, but I I think being able to go to North Korea and, like, welcomed in North Korea, wanted in North Korea, I think trumps everything. I don't know, if like, what you can do that's, like, more, like, crazy than being wanted in like being wanted in north korea not just like oh i made it to north korea being wanted in north korea like north korea wants you there they don't even want their south koreans there they don't even want their own people there they put some a leg
1: up on uh seagal with russia yeah well we might not ever see this coyote movie then i guess is uh or maybe we will that's we don't know maybe we Uh, will it'll just be on very sad yeah netflix yeah. Uh, we will probably have no problem watching this uh, Elon Musk movie, though.
2: Yeah, so uh, there's a big Elon Musk uh, biography that came out uh, a month ago, a couple months ago. Uh, same guy did the Steve Jobs one, uh, Walter Isaacson. So uh, much anticipated. A lot of stories came out from that one. Uh, well, A24 has gotten the rights to uh, produce that book into a film uh and darren aronofsky's attached to direct so this is a you know the wrestler and uh black swan most recently the whale um interesting choice he is not i wouldn't say straightforward he doesn't make movies that are completely set in reality um so i think that could work i don't know what um like time frame this is supposed to be like elon musk has lived he's lived a life you know He's gotten super famous for the last decade or so, but like, there's a, there's a lot to cover. I, I mean, they've done two different Steve Jobs things, and it's like they don't cover everything because it's too much. Um, but I, yeah, I'd be interested to see what 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 would be covered in the Elon Mustang because I feel like you could you could just make a movie on the last three years.
1: You could make a movie of you know one mission launch.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is the Cybertruck release? That? Do you want to focus on? Space, or do you want to focus on PayPal, or do you want to focus on uh, his kid's name? Know, the, sure, yeah. There's 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 a lot there, Um but yeah, I, I I imagine this would be a big hit whenever it Absolutely. is. Absolutely, I mean, he's in a this.
1: fascinating person. People love him, people hate him, and everything in between. Um, I feel yeah, like, and
2: it, people want to know they want to know him. Like, why is he weird? Gonna have, is he actually? Yeah, you're gonna have genius, every or aspect
1: or he... of of those people watching them
2: this movie yeah so yeah smart business decision I'd say like yeah obviously yep. make this movie whether it's good for or it's good art or good for America or the world I don't know but <laughs> yeah. good business I,
1: uh, I don't remember what book it was just Elon Musk something book from a few years ago uh, it was really good
2: yeah well it's out of date now yeah, well, it's like Elon Musk yeah. retired as a guy who made cars and rockets and did yeah. nothing else. Goodbye. That was it. No. <laughs> Pretty soon he's gonna
1: be governor of the United States.
2: Of sure. Yeah. New position. He can't
1: be president, so. Uh all right. Um I we have box office for Marvel, and then we have my box office game.
2: Okay. Ooh. Um Yeah, I want to talk about the box office this week, uh, because the, the latest Marvel film, The Marvels, uh, came out, uh, November release. Uh, they've had some success in prior years and with November releases. Um, this wasn't one of them. This is actually now the worst performing, uh, Marvel movie, um, maybe of all time. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's, they've been making them for a while, so, um, go back to like 2008, like, but probably adjusted for inflation. Uh, this is the worst one. It's made under 50 million. So a typical Marvel movie will make like 150 million in its opening weekend. Um, you know, Avengers, the last Avengers one made, I think, 300 plus million. Uh, I know you guys don't care about this franchise, but it seems like America doesn't care about this franchise. Um, they might like some of them. They like some characters, maybe some storylines, but just a typical movie like this, the Marvels, it's like no one, no one cares. And this is a sequel to, Captain Marvel, which made I think four hundred million dollars domestic over its entire run, uh, but it shows you just how much like these have dropped. Um, really, really bad book. I mean, this is this is lower than the Flash, and the entire summer oh. people have made fun of the Flash. Uh, well, yeah, so he kidnapped worse people
1: that. in real life. Well,
2: yeah, and that's 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 the real life thing.
1: All Brie Larson ever movie, did was but. be the voice of a Nissan.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff, though, right? Um, Yeah, I don't think she's done anything wrong. (laughs) I totally believe that she has a a Nissan. That she drives herself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Superheroes. And also, all this Star Wars stuff that they made, like, I stopped watching any of the shows. They're not making Star Wars, or at least they're not actively coming out each year anymore. But the Marvel stuff, I liked the Hulk before this new guy, ruffalo took over because he's bad um and then i like most superheroes when they're by themselves but the second you put 50 of them in a room together to go forage for rings i'm out i don't need all of that stuff i, I like how spider-man's in the real world you know fighting you know not ghouls other than the green goblin but people with
2: suits and stuff, yeah and you know? just
1: bank robbers and you know they're bad people on earth that's my jam. That's why Batman and Gotham and all that kind of stuff, is it's realistic. He's not flying into outer space to go fight some alien troll or something.
2: So what's interesting is I think one of the reasons these movies are doing worse and worse is that they're not teaming up, where uh, <laughs> over the, the first run of the Marvel movies, you had a new Avengers movie every three years, and the people got together, and maybe you'd introduce a couple new heroes, and now they're in the team up. Uh, they haven't done any team up stuff uh, since the last movie it's been it's been 4 years i think the next um, Avengers movie is scheduled for 2026 so uh, Could it'll be 7 years you guys years. imagine what this world
1: would look like if this actually happened where you know planet Zoltron came down and was going to like melt our whole world and it was up to these eight guys and gals that you know we're going to stop yeah, them I would. Could you imagine that? There'd be just bedlam. Everyone would be killing everyone. Government would be trying to lock up these Avengers like it's X Men. It would be disaster. That's part of the plots. The whole world would burn. Part of the plots. Oh, the Avengers are—they try to lock them up too.
2: Yeah, that was the the Civil War was about uh, the government being like, "We need to. You either need to register with the government or you'll be a fugitive." And Captain America's like, "I answer to no one," and then that's how that movie goes. Interesting. All right. Uh, and then William Hurt died, and that's who Harrison Ford is going to play in the next uh, Captain America movie. So there you go. Yeah. I could. See, you could uh, see Harrison Ford being a government guy yelling at superheroes. I I like him
1: more when are. he's, you know, kicking ass on the range in Montana. Oh, kick
2: ass with words, you know.
1: Or if he's running from Tommy Lee Jones, or if he's cracking a whip and you know, uh, Africa or... Bolivia, or if he's flying a Millennium Falcon, he's had a hell of a
2: career. Yeah, he made he made a lot of movies, and he's he still alive a lot of too. great, great things. Not a lot of people know he's still alive.
1: Yeah, he, uh, he he had a fight off Paul Bettany from his family outside of Seattle.
2: Okay, <laughs> that's not one people think about too often.
1: <laughs> what was that called? Firewall, I think.
2: Yeah, firewall. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, are you guys ready to play my box office game? Or are we still? Are we done talking about Marvel.
2: I think we could play. Yeah. All right. So there's several
1: things we could do here. So this this whole thing is the biggest box office movies in the month of November for off-road Andy's birthday. Um. So I can give you the. S- plot i could give you the amount of money it earned in the month i can give you the year it came out i feel like reading the plot is a little too much to give away
2: well i think if you gave like the year and then maybe a little bit of the plot or something start with the year all right i don't know so 2022 well i know what that is already Yeah, i figured you would do <laughs> you want to answer because <laughs> t- those last year I'm assuming you're referring to Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yes, uh, that is the highest-grossing movie
1: of the month of November of all time.
2: Really? Okay. 181 million. That made so that made 180 million last year, and the Marvels made under 50. So that's how it goes in one year. Uh, But people are more interested in that character, that story.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, number two should be a little harder. Um, We'll see. Uh, So from 2013. Let me pull up the... I had all of these things all ready to go. There it is. All right. And I'm going to have to kind of adjust this because it mentions names, of course. But uh, someone becomes the target of the capital after their victory in this. And it sparks a rebellion in this place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you get all that? Wait, and this is in November of twenty thirteen?
1: It came out in November twenty
2: thirteen. Uh, it's like the fucking Hunger Games. Yeah, I was gonna say it's something. the Hunger Games, right? You
1: guys are both correct. I would have had no
2: idea. <laughs> yeah. you, the Capitol, that's like I was thinking the Capitol, uh, Washington, DC, and then like, no, I think that's the Hunger Games.
0: I just was remembering it because I know I went to the Hunger Games Utah Games. to see the first one in theaters with this girl I was talking to at the time. I, drew, I flew out to Utah. <laughs> All right, for nice. this movie? No, no. It was this girl I was talking to, and she needed to move back to California, so I flew out there to like help her move back. But we went and saw this movie, and I couldn't remember like. But I felt like it was around like 2012, 2013. I guess so. I guess 2013 was the answer. I couldn't remember if I was like 22 or 23. Well, there, they,
2: there was like one every year <clears> that came <throat> out. So yeah.
1: Well, that did almost 160 million.
2: Yeah. yeah. And there's a new one of those coming out this week. I only get to do 160 million. Week, huh? Yeah. I just saw a
1: commercial for it. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to number three from 2009. Uh, forgive me. I'm going to have to edit some things uh, quickly Ooh. with names and such. After an attack that nearly claimed her life, in her depression, she falls into yet another difficult relationship. Uh. <clears throat> I don't think you guys will get this one.
2: I'm going to say it's some sort of like Angelina Jolie film. Could you be more specific? Tomb Raider? I don't know. It's like win a date the, with Tad the, Hamilton? She made like four of those <laughs> that were like action movies or something, but I don't remember any of them. Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Uh, not that one. I wouldn't remember that one. Well...
1: It pleases me to say you guys are both wrong. I was worried okay. Andy was gonna get all of these just because he's such a Wikipedia in his head. Uh, this is the Twilight Saga, New Moon. Oh god. fuck me! Yeah, oh god! It did four hundred and forty-two million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll just do f- uh, we'll do six of these, maybe seven, oh, depends right. on how fast we go. Uh, so you guys ready to do number three, number four, rather?
0: I thought. I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go yes
1: from 2012 god damn this takes forever to switch between I'm doing this on a phone alright here we go after the birth of someone someone gather other people and their clans in order to protect the child from false allegation that puts the family in front of someone you're not gonna get this either (laughs) why not well you might gotta put some doubt in your mind andy there's a clan
0: 2012 (laughs) can you use it in a sentence
2: (laughs) can you give me the fifth build person on imdb the The origin 2012
1: the fifth where was it filmed you know what's funny i was listening to a podcast with the fourth build person just today i had never seen him in anything so it should just show you
0: so you said it was a child so who's the fifth it's
1: the fifth person on here is Elizabeth yeah. Reeser.
2: Okay. I don't know who that is. She's in Mike Flanagan stuff, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh this is going to be some sort of horror film, is my guess. No? no? Sean? I'm
1: not saying anything. I'm not
2: saying it. Alright, let's go to fourth then. Let's go up the IMDB list. <laughs>
1: The fourth build is who I listened to on a podcast just today. It's Peter Fascinelli.
2: Oh, this Andy. is another Twilight movie, you asshole.
1: How would you know that, Andy? Because
2: I know he's in the Twilight movie. I've seen him. He's the How? dad.
1: I didn't even know who he was. Yes, it's Well, Twilight. I know who he is
2: because I'm a big Can't Hardly Wait fan. When can okay. We got a Twilight? See,
1: I couldn't even recognize him in that movie. <laughs> I, I heard he was in that. This is the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. 141 1 million dollars less Man. than the last movie yeah, and yeah, we're gonna skip up. we're gonna skip number 5 because it's <laughs> the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn part 1 yeah let's just
0: get out of like the duplicates even if we have to go to like 8, 9, 10, 11 who cares well so that's what i found it's all duplicate movies like, here at, at, uh-uh. at what point are we gonna get to Harry Potter yeah.
1: <laughs> how did you know that came out in February and <laughs> November
2: you get a point you got it before you even got the clue <laughs>
1: Well, it is not next, but it they're on the list. Um, Ooh, okay. So we'll really only do two more movies because, yeah, it's, it's legit. Hunger Games, Harry Potter, and Twilight. All <laughs> yeah, of these movies of for the most part.
2: November's a popular month, that's why. What's a big novel series? Let's just put them all So, on.
1: all right, from 2019, Andy. Oh,
2: well, here we go. Okay. Uh,
1: these people leave their place to travel to an ancient autumn-bound forest in an enchanted Avatar. land.
2: No. <laughs>
1: not Avatar.
2: Damn. Uh, 2019. Uh, p- Planet wow. of the Apes I was something? alive in 2019. I don't remember this.
1: It's not Planet of the Apes. Trolls? <laughs> not trolls. It might be trolls.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's a decent guess, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> Andy's like,
2: what made money in 2019? Why don't I remember?
0: This would have been November, right before COVID, right before everything got shut down. Yeah. What was the hot movie? I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast, like too. Once
2: Upon a Time in Hollywood was 2019? I don't know. Joker was, was 2019? I don't think it was Joker, though. I think
0: it jo- was Joker. Uh, 20- yeah, Joker was 2019. But that was more neither, like October 2019.
2: Neither of those films.
1: Uh, are yeah, no, I know do it wasn't Joker. Do you give in? It did no. $130 million.
2: We
0: haven't given in Let's do in the yet.
2: IMDb part of it. Yeah, we haven't given in yet. You want the I can, fifth I build? Yeah, let's start at fifth
1: sterling k brown the man with God, the iron voice
2: anybody oh shit he's in what else is Black he Panther? Panther. So I Andy's see, like... in the predator but it's not neither of those <laughs> hmm. all right let's move up uh, to four so they're in a four. forest huh
1: i don't know this guy jonathan groff uh
2: this is frozen two wow andy <laughs> you are correct <laughs> that's yeah, that's I'm, impressive. I know Grof. Groff is the star of Mindhunter, if you didn't know. He's also oh, a gay music theater
1: guy. Oh, okay. He didn't look he familiar. He plays in Olaf.
2: Photo. <laughs> he might there play he Olaf. Did. I just know he's in
0: Frozen. Who does he play, Andy? I mean, uh, Sean, I'd like to know. Is he Olaf? Uh, Which one's Olaf? He is Olaf? not Olaf.
1: He is Kristoff. Oh, I mean, the movie's probably character. in Switzerland or something, so there's like three names.
0: Basically, the evil Olaf.
1: All right, well... You guys already kind of knew Harry Potter uh, and the <laughs> Deathly Hallows from 2010 was uh, number seven. So we'll do the last. There's two more we'll do. From 2017, it did $122 million. Let me pull this I think one I up. This one already. want to say it?
2: No, just keep, keep going. Okay. Uh,
1: imprisoned uh, at a place. They must race against time against the person to stop this thing and the destruction of this place.
2: Thor Ragnarok.
1: Yeah. I had to take out so much stuff because anything about destruction of the world is clearly going to be about these Avenger people.
2: Well, Ragnarok literally means the destruction of Asgard.
1: All right. Andy, come on. This is a family podcast. Stop swearing
2: at us. I'm sorry. I mean, that's the, the new God of War game is called that too, so... It's common. In All right, well, English then now. there was
1: uh, another Hunger Games, a Harry Potter, and a yeah, Hunger I'm Games. Sure. Um, so, number 12, and this will be our last one. Also, a Skyfall right. is on here, but way for a little further. Oh, down. I was but thinking about num- that one. Yeah. Number 12 from 2017.
2: Oh, also 2017. Interesting.
1: Big, big month here. Um,
2: the Shape fueled- of Water. Nope. Keep going.
1: Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by someone's selfless act, this person enlists with the help of his newfound ally to face an even, even greater enemy.
2: That is generic as shit,
1: I'm glad it was. Wow. Well, <laughs> Usually they're
2: not. Oh my God. That's every movie uh, in Hollywood. A selfless act makes someone join somebody. Now, I'm pretty sure the Justice League came out in 2017. Even though it was a flop, it still made money. So is that it?
1: That is correct. Justice
2: League did $93 million. (laughs) Oh, my God. So what was the selfless act that inspired Batman to be Batman? I don't know.
1: On IMDb, it says fueled by his restored faith in humanity, inspired by uh, Superman's self... Oh, so Bruce Wayne was like,
2: I hate everyone, but then (sighs) Superman was dead, and I forgot, yeah. Yeah. My apologies to Zack Snyder, I'd forgotten your movie. I don't think I saw it. Although this was not Zack Snyder's version of the movie, so.
1: Well, there you go. Also, what's confusing is uh, Frozen 2 is on here twice.
2: Came out back-to-back years, keep putting out.
1: But why 2019? No, it's, I don't know, maybe it's a different language or something? I don't know. Well, that's the game. It wasn't the most fun. Uh, Here's some fun ones, though. Uh, Another Quantum of Solace 007, The Grinch. Uh, This is the cartoon version from 2018. Mm, Um, The Incredibles did 70 million back in 2004. 2012 came out in 2009. Toy Story 2, Eight Mile, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Incredibles. uh, Did I say the first one? Yeah, there's like duplicates on there for some reason. All right, well that's your game, Andy. Take it, uh, take it or leave it. That was uh, what you get. wasn't the most fun, but we learned something, I think. Moving on, we have trailers. Ghostbusters.
2: Yeah, we got a lot of trailers actually, but yeah, Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire, uh, sequel to uh, Ghostbusters: Afterlife. So uh, Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon return along with the uh, the kids, including the Stranger Things young adult, whatever you want to call him, that guy. Um, He's like 29 years old now. Um, but yeah, they, they return back to New York and there's a Frozen-based threat now. Um With
1: Olaf and Kristoff?
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a weird thing. that So like video games do this a lot where they'll be like, well, this sequel is now in snow. And it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Or Mario has to go to the snow level or something. That's what this kind of reminds me of, but like. I guess it's something different for the franchise. That's fine. You so there's going like, to be... Uh, icicles.
1: Polar bear b- ghost or uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. an abominable <laughs> snowman or something. Which basically, Maybe, the, I mean, uh, the Stay puffed Marshmallow Man is basically that.
2: He's all white. He's like yeah. frozen Giant. themed already. Um, I don't, can you freeze a marshmallow? Is that a thing?
1: Probably wouldn't be very fun, but you Damn. could. Yeah.
2: But I don't know. I watched this. I I enjoyed the last ones. Not the greatest movie ever made, but I thought I it was perfectly last fine. Yeah, I think the people were went too overboard in hating it because people like to hate things on the internet. It's fun for them. Or it's like a thing existing doesn't like kill anything. Like it, if you don't like the new Ghostbusters, that doesn't ruin old Ghostbusters. That's not how that, that works. Um, I liked
1: the but, homage to uh, our 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 favorite Spangler.
2: Yeah, I mean it it was I thought it was fine. I think the story made sense to have, well, he's not in it because Harold Ramis has passed, so his family is now going to take over. I think that made perfect sense. And I think where they're going with the sequel seems to also make sense. I guess that's the bare minimum. Um, but yeah, I I'd, I'd like the idea of Ghostbusters having creepy little things and you have to you have a company that comes exterminate them. I think that's cool. And if there's going to be other cool ghosts that we can meet this this next year, uh, that's that's good. And if they're snow themed, like they're penguin ghosts or something, I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, Devito's uh, in it.
2: And yeah, Bill Murray's probably got paid a million dollars to do twelve minutes of work, and that's fine.
1: Yep. All right. What about Inside Out?
2: Uh, so they're making an Inside Out too. So Pixar. Has been a little down the last couple of years, and so they I think they're like, well, just do a sequel. That seems to work. It's uh, out. Inside Out was uh, one of their their bigger hits. Uh, interesting idea of like uh, the emotions were now little cartoon characters. Uh, but Inside Out too, uh, a couple of the people aren't returning. That was a bit of a story, but um, yeah, you can go see the the trailer for that now. It's uh, coming out next summer, June twenty twenty four. But um, you know, Pixar movies, even if they're you know they're not like great. There's, there's not a bad one you know like if you had to like someone forced you like if it was like old-timey like planes remember where you only had you could only watch was on what they were showing yeah um and they were showing this you wouldn't hate yourself you'd be fine yeah um
1: yeah i was looking up uh equalizer three is on uh, my flight overseas so right, i'll be able go. to watch that finally
0: <laughs> yeah how long is that flight well
1: i go to dc first um uh, Like five hours to there, and then I think it's almost seven hours to to Dublin, six and a half or something like that. It's longer on the way home. Watch
2: that movie uh, during that span. Yeah, Yeah, I promise you that.
1: All right, uh, Mean
2: Girls. Yes, we've (laughs) we've got their trailer for Mean Girls the musical, but you wouldn't know by watching the trailer. So they put this trailer out, and it does not allude to the fact that this movie is a musical. You could barely, there's like maybe like a flash of a scene that's like, okay, they're doing a dance thing. Um, but yeah, this is a musical. They they adapted Mean Girls into a Broadway musical and then they filmed, they made a movie of the musical. Um, but if you watch this trailer, it looks like just a bad remake of Mean Girls, which is not an old movie. I think it's, it's almost 20 years old now, which is that shows our age, but it's really not old enough to remake. Um, so it's a very, very weird product. And I, I know this is supposed to originally go straight to streaming. Uh, but it is now actually going to go out into theaters on January 12th so um, it is weird to just I'd say just watch the trailer even if you have no interest uh, in the in watching this version of this just to be like this is really weird it looks like Amazon Prime remade Mean Girls and it's like you know because they have no uh, good ideas that's what it comes off as but uh, no it's a real thing
1: alright and uh, here's the, uh, the big kahuna terrifier
2: so Terrifier 3 uh, was announced that it was going to be a Christmas horror film. Very good. Uh, and they, they I texted a the teaser. both of you to,
1: c- to congratulate you when I first found that yeah. out.
2: So uh, they re-released Ter- Terrifier 2 into the theaters, I think, a couple weeks ago. Uh, and they attached this little teaser into people going out to see it. Uh, so now they actually put it online for anyone to see. Um, and I think it's perfect because it's a I think it's a real teaser. I don't think it's as the plot of the movie in any way it's just a little thing that to, to, to get you into it and it is it's a perfect teaser it, it takes a while to be like okay what's going on like i when i showed it to tony i didn't tell him what it was uh you kind of guessed right away and you're like this is seems a little off and spooky you can tell when it's um, horror
0: compared to like regular just yeah. the way things are moving and
2: i tried to tell you are. as an amazon prime christmas movie but um because but I, I but
0: i did not think it was you know that yeah. so it was still surprising i but i enjoyed it yeah
2: um, but That's what I, I should have mentioned. There, there was another trailer I watched either this week or the week before for some Eddie Murphy uh, Christmas movie straight to Amazon Prime that just looked terrible. Oh, and I was like, well, this is the kind of shit that you watch just because it's Christmas. Um, but that's you what know? I was trying to trick you into thinking it was like, oh, just a dumb thing. But no. Uh, and I I feel like this one's going to make people really uncomfortable. Oh, 100%. I mean, they're just getting better. They get more Christmas- of a budget it's like the opposite of well, people dying. You the know? thing so. is
0: too, is like, and I think that's why they chose Christmas because I think they want to test the limits and they've done a great job testing limits because the things I'll tell people, I'm like, terrifier two is not the scariest movie I've ever seen. But I tell people, I'm like, it's the most sadistic movie I think I've ever seen. It's the most graphic movie I think I've ever seen. And I think they're continuing to test those limits and they want to test those limits because now they're like, well, what can we go beyond? Okay, let's make it Christmas. And then in the opening trailer scene, the teaser you see a little kid come down all excited because it's Santa. And in reality, we find out it's not Santa. And then he's sitting on the uh, the couch eating milk and cookies with a bunch of blood everywhere, which means he probably slaughtered that child. So it's like, they're, 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 they're going, uh, this one I'll, and again, the bigger budget they have, the more money they have to make the more kill scenes. I know we talked about how that famous bedroom scene in Terrifier 2, they had to raise extra money just for the blood and makeup for that. So now they're making money. I mean, now Terrifier is on the map, and there's definitely merchandise that gets sold with Art the Clown now. Like, they, they, he's he's a known horror. F- he's already gone down as an icon, I think. So it's just going to keep getting better and better. And that's the cool thing about horror. the horror franchise is like, you don't, know, these guys just don't die. Like, you keep them going. There's been a bunch of Freddy Kruegers, there's a bunch of Terrifiers, there's a bunch of Texas Chainsaws, Jasons. You know, it's, 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 you know, it keeps going. You can't, you can't kill them. They don't die.
1: Pretty horrifying. All right. Uh, I think that's all the trailers. So uh, next we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works for the dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code. Tony. That is.
0: T-O-N-Y.
1: They're going to give you 65% off at checkout just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, I have two.
2: I've only got two. I've only got one.
1: Yeah. Hold on, let's just take a moment and recognize Andy only having
2: two. I know, I know. Yeah, I, I think I started a couple TV things that I'm not ready to talk about. Maybe is that why I don't know. Right, so saving We're them for reading. later. Um, yeah, like one one of the things is like I think Goosebumps wraps up this week, so I we'll probably finish it and maybe talk about that. Um, yeah, but you yeah, gonna no, have to no, wait till to next speak.
1: year, next December-ish. Yeah, you or can't uh, finish October. It now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, who has time? I'm I'm watching Elf and you know Daddy's Home too for the 38th time. I'm getting into the spirit: planes, trains, and automobiles. That one is a short window All because right. that's a, a Thanksgiving movie. No one realizes that.
2: Well, do you want to? Do you want to go then?
1: I can. I can start us off. Uh, I started Bass Reeves. This is uh, obviously a Taylor Sheridan property on Paramount Plus, which I still somehow get for free. Uh, two episodes in, it's wonderful. Uh, Dennis Quaid's in it, and uh, it follows this guy who, who becomes a, a sheriff or a marshal. Out, uh, you know, in the uh, in the sticks in the 1800s, and it's it's great so far. It starts out with uh, the nice war that the United States had for the freedom and uh, of slavery, and uh,
2: talking about the Civil War. What's going on there? <laughs>
1: yes, it's the Civil War. Okay, <laughs> and a uh, nice war. I don't think they
2: call it. They've ever called it that.
1: <laughs> well, it was to do a nice thing. Um, <laughs> It's great so far. Like I said, though, I'm only two episodes in, but it doesn't disappoint. It's, it's a lot of you know shooting while you're on a horse, and uh, you know living in a wooden house out in the prairie. It, it's, it's wonderful.
2: Yeah, I think I actually might check this one out. I mean, I haven't watched any other Taylor Sheridan stuff, but uh, this is like a one-off. Dan so. Yeah.
1: You never know, Randy might pop in there somewhere.
2: <laughs> I think I do know he's not going to do it.
1: Probably not someone else want to do one or two
2: yeah I'll, I'll do we'll stick with uh the paramount corporation uh-huh. uh i watched the first episode of the curse This is on showtime so i don't think you're actually able to access it or you uh, no just I don't normal paramount free version um but this is a, a show created by nathan fielder and
0: oh. uh benny safty
2: and it's so it's two people from i'd say different worlds but maybe i'll have some similarities but uh, yeah Benny Safdie's, uh you know, with his brother directed uh, uncut gems and good time. uh they make weird movies and Nathan fielder is, is I don't know what you want to say he makes weird, weird stuff, weird fake reality things. Uh, but the premise of this show is uh Emma Stone and Nathan fielder play a recently married couple who are filming a reality show where they like, Redo houses and try to help people in the okay. in the community that they live in. Uh, and Safdie plays the uh, the producer of the of the reality show. Um, it's real weird, weird. So it's not it's not a reality show like Nathan Nathan for You or something. Um, but it is film a, a scripted reality show if that makes sense. Uh, but still gets into some weird characters and weird events going on here. But. Uh, yeah, the premise here is uh, Nathan Fielder. It's it's a classic like curb, curb enthusiasm setup. Of he's filming a show and there's a kid asking for money, so the producer's like, "Go give the kid money. We'll we'll put it in the background. It'll, it'll be B-roll for for the show." And so he goes and gives the, the kid, uh, pulls a, a a note out of his wallet, gives the kid the money. Uh, then they stop filming. He goes back to the kid and he's like, "I only had a dollars uh, can you <laughs> give me the money back? I think
0: I've seen this. Yeah, and,
2: and the kid's like, no. And he's like, well, he's like, I'll give you 20 bucks, but I need to go make change. I'm not giving you the $100. And she's like, you gave me the $100. So he just goes and grabs the money from this little kid. So then she's like, I curse you. And uh, that's kind of what happens in the first episode here. Uh, is he actually cursed? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is weird and off-putting. And I feel like if someone completely went into this blind not knowing who nathan fielder was and watched this <laughs> show because it's not like done like a comedy you could watch nathan for you and know after five minutes what's going on that this is a comedy this is like a straight dra- dramatic show it's emma stone an oscar winner as the lead actress um but there's there's a five minute sequence where uh first you see nathan fielder urinate and they show they show it and I'm like, is this is this real? Like, what is going on? That looks like a, a fake dick or something. And it's like, this is, again, like, why are they showing this? And then he proceeds to have, like, a five-minute conversation with his father-in-law, where the father-in-law reassures him that it's fine that he has a small dick. It's like, and it's just, like, played completely straight. And I'm just like, what is going on? And it's like, I'm just picturing some... You know, sixty-eight year old person be like, "Oh, a new show on Showtime. I'll check this one out." <laughs> and then getting to that, be like, "What the fuck is this? Why is the guy from Major League talking about his small dick to this weird guy? I don't know who he is." Which guy from Major League? Know, Corbin Burnson. Who do he play in Major like League? Like the the asshole, like best player guy. Third base. Was he third base? Yeah. He's the guy that's the asshole. Yeah. Um.
0: <clears throat> when he goes up to Charlie Sheen and says, "Strike this motherfucker out." <laughs>
2: But it's it's I, I don't know. It's one episode. <clears throat> I don't even know if it's good. I can't even be like I recommend this. I wanna see more of it, but it's just like I'm glad they did it. They were able to to do this. Uh the other weird part of it is that where it takes place is um a town right outside of Los Alamos, New Mexico, which is uh uh, you know, Oppenheimer, which uh Benny Safety was in Oppenheimer, he oh? was that weird looking scientist that had the he wore like the sunblock during the uh the test. Smart. Smart guy. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I wondered like, did he like really like the town when he filmed Oppenheimer or did this film first? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. That's the curse.
0: Oh. All right. All right. I'll go. I, uh, mine'll be quick cause I've seen it before, but I just watched it again and remembered how funny it was, but I watched a uh, hot tub time machine. I love it. Like there's, and it's funny too, cause like there's things you'll pick up that you don't, uh, remember right away. And, uh, and one of them for me was like, you forget that like when that time in the eighties, when they like go back to like 1986, I think, or something like that is that the snowboard wasn't out yet. And so you've got the three older guys on their skis, but the young kid is on his snowboard. And they're talking that the two like uh, ski patrol guys are looking at those guys like, and then the guy's just like, what's that guy in the plank thing? What's that thing that what's that plank thing? The guy's riding. And he just goes, I don't know, but it's going up his ass. And I'm like, I fucking just died at it, but it's just so good. Rob Cordery is so good in that movie. Craig Robinson, all of them, all of the above, but especially Rob Cordery, when he's talking to, uh, what is the kid's name with the glasses? Do you know his, his name from the office and sex Scott drive, Davis, yeah. but Weed, he's uh number one. Yeah. But he just, when he sees him in the car, when he's going on the K Val trip and he's like, "What? why is he coming? He's like, you just ruined my fucking weekend. <laughs> like just, and then you come to find out that he's uh his son. But, uh, yeah, it's a, I love that comedy. Honestly, I think that's like, it's, it might be my favorite comedy ever. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm very strong with how I feel about how much I enjoy that movie. Like compared to like the classics, like, you know, hangover, super bad, like that kind of genre of like those kind of comedies that were coming out around that time. Like, I don't know. I might pick that over all of them. Uh, It's, it really is one of my favorites. I think it's just such a great film, but yeah. So yeah, I just, I watched that again.
1: Very nice, uh, Andy. You want me to go and you close this out?
2: Yeah, we do that.
1: I watched the highly anticipated Netflix. Netflix is the killer, starring well, Michael Fassbender.
2: Have, so. oh, oh, and David
1: Fincher. Well, how about how about that, Andy? <clears throat> um, one thing I thought was kind of interesting. He talks shit on. So, really quick, I guess he's an assassin, and uh, something goes wrong, and. You know, he's got to pick up the pieces, basically.
2: Yeah, he, classic setup. Seemed he talks about time. how
1: he dresses as a German tourist because they're <laughs> often left alone. He's dressed like uh, you know Johnny Depp in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, but I also looked it up. He's German. I'm sure Andy knew that. Um, mm-hmm. Beyond Just Inglorious Bastards. Uh, so he can get away with that joke. Um uh, it's it's good. He's he seems to be a bad hitman even though he's so, you know, he knows the quote, just focus on what you're paid to do ba 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 ba. Uh stuff goes wrong in his world and uh Yeah, I kind of thought he was going to whoop the without giving everything away, but the the guy in Florida, the steroid guy, I thought he was going to beat him up pretty easily and it was a pretty uh brutal bloodbath for the most part um Good movie, good film. David Fincher uh, does a good thing, as always. And uh, let's hear some of your thoughts, Andy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really tense, especially you say like the the first part of the movie. It's the hit, and he's talking himself up. He's doing. I mean, that, that, the majority of the movie is him doing voiceover, and it's like I don't know who it's supposed to be for. It's don't worry about it. But he's talking himself up about, and this is why I do this, and uh, I'm. Uh, you have to, you have, you can't be someone who gets bored easily doing my job. <coughs> and, and he like tells, he's like, I, I, I would be batting a thousand if it wasn't for this one guy um, who had a heart attack. And I'm not going to count that. Um, and then, yeah, when he, he messes it up and that's a really tense sequence where he has to escape. And it feels like he is overly cautious. Like he's super paranoid. And it's like, I think actually your escape would have been easier, but it, it, it's a very it tense a pretty scene. Pretty
1: well executed escape, but also, yeah, I don't remember all of the details, but it does it did seem like some of that stuff was uh like too on the nose for timing, like the trash truck being there. Like did he oh, know yeah. the exact time that this guy that was gonna over- come back with his uh you know, leather lady or whatever? Cause it no, didn't I think seem he like he'd wait- Exactly. said he'd been waiting there so- for
2: five days already, so
1: I guess you, you see an opportunity to take it. He was going to get rid of that bag eventually. And there's your trash truck. Yeah. But,
2: but yeah, like, there's multiple times where, uh, you see, he's not that good of his job where he's like, he's waiting and he just falls asleep. And it's yeah. just like, it's not acknowledged. It just moved on. It's like, Oh yeah, you the guy could have came back and he could have blown the opportunity, but he does have some creative things that he does. That that's, that's good. I love that the FedEx trick. Cause I've sent those packages out before. Um, so I filled those out and it's like, yeah, <laughs> two days from now, someone will come and they'll get access into a building that you wouldn't get otherwise. So yeah. Cool.
1: And just walking around with that recycle bin in, in an yeah. office building, no one's going to pay uh, attention to you whatsoever. And yeah. you have a huge trash can. And of course the, the funny business guy in the elevator, uh, you need help with the body or whatever he says. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, uh, uh, it was it was a fine movie i I enjoyed it and uh...
2: yeah I think it was a little kind of like a a parody of a David Fincher movie and that's not that serious there's not uh, like crazy stuff going on it's like uh, a little small scale I'd say I don't know like it's it's a guy who takes himself really seriously who's probably he's definitely I'd say good at his job but he's not like the elites that uh, can't be beaten or any anyway like, yeah,
1: yeah Tom it's, Cruise wouldn't have taken this job
2: yeah. to you that way
1: yeah, yeah it's, nice, it's nice
2: little thing on Netflix uh um, worth
1: watching some, about I think about two hours if I remember right
2: yeah I was sad that, that this was in theaters but it was like in like five theaters nationwide so um yeah. I, I wish because I could just go see a, the movie anytime I want that it was there but yeah I, I watched I resubscribed.
1: The, the theater at my house uh, I had probably yeah. two commercials with my uh you know seven dollar oh, Netflix right, yeah. plan. And it's fine. That's that to me is just well, it's time to go get my snack or refill my drink or, or whatever I'm doing. I, I'm a uh, person that grew up in the '90s where we didn't have the ability to pause the TV at our leisure to go to the bathroom or to go, you know, pick up your DoorDash from the front door. Uh, that's never going to be me, by the way. Uh, so I like when there's a commercial in there because it tells me, hey, it's time to go take you know a bathroom break or let's. Let's go refill that bag, that bowl of uh you know trail mix. Yeah. It's when I get things done, Andy.
2: But yeah, All they, right, they, uh, they made a sale out of me because I resubscribed to Netflix to watch this. So
1: I've been um, subscribed now. One yeah. for Hubie Halloween, but two for uh the Ireland episode of Everybody or Somebody Feed Phil. Nice.
2: But there'll so. probably be a few more things I watch on there uh, over the coming weeks now that they, I have it for a month, at least. So
1: Watch the Roman Empire. you learn something. I'm on uh, Caligula on season three.
2: Yeah, he was the uh, guy who likes sex or something. Yeah, that's I think what people know him for. Uh,
1: he hasn't gotten started yet. Um, ah, okay. He was brought down to the island of Capri by the... I don't remember his name, but the emperor before him. And his... Villa is still, it's ruins, but it's still there, and uh, it's on the edge, the eastern edge of the island of Capri, which is, like, a 100 miles off the coast of Italy, and he would th- often throw people off the cliff into the ocean, uh, you know, enemies and, and whatnot. And I thought that was pretty crazy, but yeah, he brought Caligula down there, and then his, like, grandson was also in the running to you know, basically take over for him when he dies, but it does mention that he becomes like the mad emperor uh, early on in this first episode I watched of season three. So it's neat because you learn stuff about people and it's for the most part acted out while they have, you know, historians and different things kind of narrating. So I, I enjoy it that way. But You could check that out on Netflix too. Um, anything else to add? No, we're good. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode three hundred and fifty of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me we had Off Road Assassin Andy.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: And Toto Cats. Yes, thank you. We'll see you later.